If you've ever found yourself saying, I would love to, but I don't have time, then you are going to love this episode. We're going to be sharing three powerful tools that will help you to reclaim your day. You ready? Let's go. Are you ready to get the clarity, confidence, and strategies you need to design your best life? I'm Richard Hazlett. And I'm Natasha Hazlett. If you're ready to experience abundance in all areas of your life, then you're in the right place. Each week on this podcast, we're going to share with you the tools we've used to help thousands of people find their purpose and live their life by design. So if you're ready to start the journey, head over to designyourbestlife.com and download your Clarity Roadmap when this episode is over. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode three of the Design Your Best Life podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about our most scarce and valuable resource. What is that, Natasha? It's time. It's time. And, you know, it's time to talk about time. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, this this is one of those topics where when we surveyed our community and we said, you know, what's the biggest obstacle that you face in achieving your greatest dreams and goals. And it seemed like 50% of people identified time. And so I'm really excited to be able to talk with you about this topic because you had a huge impact on my beliefs, my perceptions, and how I manage my time. It wasn't all pretty, let's be honest. (laughs) And we're going to dive into that as well. But What I'm really excited for everyone today is that you're going to walk away with three really powerful tools that are going to really help you to navigate the time thing. So if you've ever found yourself saying the words, yeah, I'd like to do that, but I just don't have the time. There are definitely some strategies that you can implement that will make it obvious that you can carve out more time. You know, take advantage of the time that we all have. We all have busy schedules and there are certain things that you can do to make sure that you're in control and not being reactionary to outside events. So one of, one of your favorite favorites from me is what (laughs) the thing that you, that both annoys you and also you praise me for. (laughs) Well, let me back up before we dive into that. This was a big mindset shift of one of the things that I said all the time. And I hear my friends say this all the time. How are you doing? I'm busy. How's it going? Oh, we're just busy. It's busy, 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 busy. Like it is a virtue. And really, I I would argue that it's kind of a vice. I'm busy, busy, busy. And it's really stopping people from achieving those goals. And The reality is, is that we all have 24 hours in a day. We all do. The people that you admire the most, they have the same amount of hours each day that you do. And for us, we were both working professional jobs. And in fact, I was the top billing attorney at the law firm right before I went full time into entrepreneurship. And so, We know that you can pursue your dreams, whether it's building a business or getting in shape. And that requires time, whether it is making more time for your your family and friends. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is a way. 
And so the gut punch, we'll just dive right in to the gut punch. So you want to set the scene? No, you're going to let me set the scene. No, you go ahead. So I am someone that- I'm not a mind reader. I don't know exactly what what you're about to say before you say it. So It's the element (laughs) of surprise. All right. So one thing that I grew up seeing my mom, who was just, oh my gosh, she did all the things. She was on the board of who knows how many nonprofits. She did stuff at school for us. She did all these different things. So I learned that I could do a lot of different things. And so I would sign myself up for a ton of things. And then I would start complaining at home about all the things that I had to do. And I remember Rich telling me (laughs) on countless occasions, he starts off with, you brought this upon yourself. You signed up for this. No one told you to sign up for the potluck dinner to host the party to run the entire fundraiser. Like no one asked you to do all the extracurricular things that you are now filling your plate with. And you told me to stop being a martyr. And that was something that really pissed me off at the beginning. I'm going to (laughs) say. You like to wear that badge. Oh, a badge of busyness. We'll call it the badge of busyness. Yeah. And you know, I, yeah, I was really angry at first when you said that. And you said it a lot, actually, at first. I mean, what am I talking about? Like, for the first, like, months that you were telling me this, quit acting like a martyr. I'm not going to sympathize with you. You're bringing this on yourself. Quit acting like a martyr. And I thought you were heartless. And really, one of the things that I realized is that you were lovingly telling me the reality of the situation, that I had fallen into this trap of staying in a victim role, acting like it was the world around me that put me in this situation, that I was somehow not in control of it, which I was totally in control of it. And I also started realizing that, yeah, I was using my busyness as this badge of honor. Like, look at me, look at all these different things that I was doing, even though it was stressing me out and it was causing friction in our relationship. And it really prompted me to come up because I got tired of being called a martyr. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) And so I went into problem solver mode and I discovered this really powerful tool. And I'm going to share it with you all right now. And I think this made a really big impact. All right, you ready? Okay. I'm about to teach you the most powerful, most transformational, yet shortest sentence in the entire English language. So if you don't have a pen and paper handy, get it. You ready? Here we go. No. That's it. No. So I started implementing this really powerful yet shortest sentence in the entire English language into my life when I would be asked to do things. Hey, Natasha, would you like to be the president of this nonprofit? No. Hey, Natasha, Would you like to sign up to be the room mother and prepare 200 sock puppets? No. (laughs) Would you like to host this gathering? Uh, People, you know, we want to be in charge of the next potluck. Want to be the head of the neighborhood association? No. 
Well, let's be honest. The answer is probably yes, you wanted to, but you had to say no. <laughs> it's true. I had to make this decision. And one of the things that you told me also, which you probably don't even remember this, but you said it can be internally for you a no for now. In this season, while you're choosing to work on fill in the blank, your health, your relationships, growing your spirituality, building a business, you may be deploying the no tool a lot more so that you can get this thing done and then you can start to say yes to other things. And it was so freeing. And I love the fact that I was empowered to just say no without apologizing. And without excuses too. That was a big kind of aha moment when I started implementing this and and understanding that when you say no, you don't have to, like as people were trying to be polite and come up with, a lot of times we try to come up with, you know, I can't say no unless I give an excuse, but that's, you know, you don't have to say no because, uh, you know, I've got to do this and that and that just no is sufficient, you know, and sometimes you might feel like that's being too short and rude, but the reality is one of the most frustrating things as a person who's waiting on an answer from someone is someone who hems and haws about waffling as to whether they're going to say they're going to do something or not. I'm sure we've all had friends that you make plans and there's always that one person that are they in or out? They'll let you know at the last second, you know, maybe if something else better comes up, comes along, they'll, they'll go do that or, they, or they'll jump in if they've got nothing else going on or whatever. So that's very frustrating, but it's freeing as the person who's giving the answer no or yes, if you're, if you're willing to commit to it, but don't feel compelled to come up with a, a long line of excuses. Cause actually it's kind of annoying when someone is constantly telling you, Hey, would you like to come go to dinner or whatever and do something? And they're like, no, I can't. Cause my wife is making me do this or the kids are doing that, you know, whatever, just no, I can't do it. Or no, I'm not going to, or whatever. Right. And yeah, you've got to be willing to not worry about what they think about it or not. Cause that's another symptom of the approval addiction. I've got to somehow now come up with a reason why that's going to be sufficient in my mind for this other person. And the reality is you can just unapologetically say, no, I'm not able to join you at this time. Or no, I'm not able to be in that leadership position at this time. But thank you so much for asking. I really appreciate it. Move on. So I want to encourage you to try that. When you know that you don't have time to do something with your current bandwidth, just, it's going to feel so freeing. So the next thing, the next tool that, that we have to share with you is one that I'm not going to lie. It annoys the heck out of me <laughs> as the recipient, but it is hands down one of the best tools out there. So that's going to keep you focused, keep you from getting derailed. So Rich, take it away. So my father gave me a book back. I mean, this is a book from the 90s. It was uh, Super Self by Charles Givens. And he was the author of Wealth Without Risk. And he was sharing strategies for doubling your personal effectiveness in this book. 
And one of the things that really stuck out to me and that I've implemented as soon as I learned about this was most of us live our lives as when a phone rings, we stop everything we're doing and immediately address the call that, you know, talk to the caller, whether we're serving clients in person or customers uh, that come into our store, or maybe you're in line and you've been waiting for 30 minutes, you finally get up to line, the phone rings. And now all of a sudden, someone who's not even at the store gets to jump in front of you in line. And so now they're going to start talking to them on the phone because someone called, you know, I'm, Hey, I'm here. What's going on. And then if you are doing work at home or doing work at, at your job and the phone rings, if your reaction is every time the phone rings, I have to drop everything I'm doing and find out all about it. And this was so long ago. It was back. Like, I guess they had answering machines back then when this book was written, but he was talking about how, if you can just stop answering the phone and stop living on other people's schedules, live on your own schedule, let them leave a message. If it's important, they might call back. One thing that this strategy has led to is a lot of times I'll get some a call, I don't answer it, and then I'll get a text of some really bad news, maybe because they know I'm not going to answer the phone unless you know if somebody like got hurt or something. But the reality is, if you implement this, it's very freeing to not you know. And it may if you're one of these people that every time the phone rings that you're just immediately answering it and wanting to talk to someone or whatever. If you just try this for a day or two, you know it may drive you crazy, but it also is going to be something that reveals the fact that how much you were letting yourself be controlled by other people's agendas, like just because someone decides to call you at a particular time, that doesn't mean you have to stop what you're doing. So a lot of people think that's rude and it's, you know, I'm not saying that you don't want to return the call. Hopefully, you know, when you're ready to make the call back or whatever, but a lot of times if you're busy and it, what's funny is people I've taught this to, I, I see doing it to me. A lot of times I'll call and they're not answering the phone I have to just laugh about it and <laughs> and wait for them to call me back. So, but it's definitely something that's been a powerful thing. I know there's been quite a few people have given me grief over the years <laughs> about uh. this, but it's definitely something that has been helpful. And I, you know, I do answer your phone calls most of the time. <laughs> I mean, I've got like a 50, 50 shot, right? No, you're at least 60. 60 I don't know about all that. There's definitely been some, irritated text messages that have gone out when you don't <laughs> when you don't answer the phone. But seriously, I mean it is really it really is a joke with our family because everyone knows that there's a 0% chance that Richard is going to answer the phone. And I totally respect him. I mean, it doesn't mean that it doesn't irritate me cuz I'm trying to push my agenda on him. And good for him for saying I'm not going to let other people run my day. And now it's the same thing with email. It's the same thing with a text message. It's the same thing with a Facebook messenger. And I read somewhere that it takes on average, like, what is it like 10, 15 minutes to even get you back to what you were doing. So now not only have they disrupted you and then you've got to talk to them or whatever you're doing, Chances are you're going to probably start doing whatever they've told you needs to get done, and it's going to take you. And 10 who knows to what? Minutes. Who knows what emotional state they're in when they call you to talk to? Maybe they're maybe they've got a big problem they want to share with you or whatever. But that's totally going to disrupt your flow. 
you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't ever answer the phone, but you know, if you're in a situation where you're trying to really focus, like what you talk about using focused energy, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Yeah. You definitely don't want to be, you don't want to be interrupted. And you know, there are even apps that you can get. And I wish I had some, some names of them, but there are actually apps that will disable the apps on your desktop so that you're not disturbed in between certain times. And so it's going to take intentionality. Is that even a word on your part to just say, you know what, I'm going to try this. And I'm going to, even if you just said every 90 minutes, I'm going to check my phone. Even that would be better than just jumping every time the phone rings with a text, a voicemail, an email. I mean, we have so many dings going on that Charles Givens would, his head would spin <laughs> with all, with everyone's agendas. And so that we can start to get into the driver's seat of our day. And that's going to help you reclaim so much time. And on your lunch hour, that's, that's maybe when you're going to spend your time returning the phone calls or, you know, it's like I said, like every 90 minutes. I mean, there's just, there are ways where you can stay connected. Same, yeah. And the same kind of thing is true with, with responding to emails. Back when I was in the corporate world, that was one of the things I would get inundated with 60 email messages all at once in the morning and just, just managing that flow, setting aside some time where you respond at a certain time, you know, I'm going to do my email returns in the afternoon or whatever. Well, in addition, this made me think about setting expectations for clients and for other people. So when you're like Johnny on the spot with the email, you're now setting an expectation that, you know, Susie's going to answer an email within 30 minutes. And then all of a sudden your clients, if you don't answer an email within 30 minutes, they're like, I'm being ignored now. They're pissed off. I remember this was in my, in my law practice. You know, I would sometimes respond back to emails at seven o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night. And then, you know, the client, what I thought was going to be a special exception to the rule. And then all of a sudden, you know, within a week, I'm getting a nasty message at eight o'clock in the morning. I sent you an email yesterday at eight o'clock PM and I haven't heard back from you. I'm like, yeah, it's eight o'clock PM. So you've got to be mindful of the expectations that you're setting. And this isn't just on the job front or the business front, but it's also on the personal front. So, you know, this is, this is another really simple tool. It's going to take some getting used to, for sure. Between that and the power of no, those are two easy tools. They are also can be a little challenging to implement. So, you know, just commit to doing them for maybe a week. Just, we're going to try this out, try this tool out for one week and see how we feel. But I have a sneaking suspicion that you're going to love how you feel with it and you're going to want to keep going. So the third tool that I wanted to share with y'all is a tool that I discovered when I got asked a question. I think I was being interviewed for a magazine and someone asked me, how do you do it all? We know that you're a mom we know that you're on the board of a nonprofit. We know that you are an entrepreneur. It also appears that you're social. You're actually going out and hanging out with people. We don't understand. Do you have the secret to 36-hour days? How do you do it all? And how do you do things with excellence? And I really had to sit with it because it's not something that I really had consciously thought about. 
until I got asked the question. And so then I started dissecting what have I done that's been working so well? And that's when I discovered what I have dubbed the power of focused energy. And so this is a tool where I will set a very specific deadline. And this is my do or die deadline. This is my, you know, as a lawyer, if I miss a deadline, I could be sued for malpractice. I could lose my law license. So I apply that level of severity, if you will, or importance, if you will, to any deadline that I set for whatever it is, whether it's a weight loss goal, whether it's creating a a training or writing an article or whatever, doing a podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) And I will set that deadline and that is a non-negotiable deadline. Now, that can be a little bit rough, right, Rich, for everyone in the household when I set these deadlines. But what I'll do is then I go into the zone. And I'll tell you that even though typically I I might allow myself to get interrupted with emails and so forth, when I'm in focused energy time, I mean, everyone in the family knows no one's going to bother mama during focused energy because I am laser focused. Because if I can just spend a few hours. Wait, so you're not answering the phone? For the focused energy time, right? And I just implement these. And the reason why these are really powerful, these focused energy spurts, is because they are just that. They're little mini sprints. I'm not going into focused energy for a full week. I'm not going into, I'm not, you know, shoving everything aside for unreasonable amounts of time. It's a very specific sprint. Well, one thing I noticed about you that I found intriguing and impressive was watching all of the different things that you were able to accomplish. But yet at the end of the day, sometimes you just go relax and like watch Grey's Anatomy or something, you know, and I'm like, how does she have time to even be doing that? But you've knocked out like all these things off your list with focused energy, taking care of all types of responsibilities and yet still found some time to just relax a little bit. And here's the thing, y'all, you have already experienced the power of focused energy. You just didn't even realize it. 24 hours before you were about to leave for vacation. Oh yeah, the most productive time in the work, uh, (laughs) in a worker's career. That's The day before the vacation. Right? And you totally just get so much stuff done. Have you somehow miraculously discovered the 36-hour day? No, you have not. You have just unconsciously been applying the tool of focused energy. And it feels great. You know, you get so excited. Look at all this stuff that I've accomplished. I'm amazing. Like I'm just a superhero, right? On this day before vacation. And if you can just implement that. How do we bottle that? (laughs) Right. And you can. It's truly by creating a deadline that you are going to respect and treating it as such that that way, You know, if you end up waiting to the last minute, well, you just know that you got 24 hours of focus energy, you know, and that's and that's it. And it is so unbelievably powerful. And so I'm excited for you all to use the tool of focus energy because I've watched it work. That's definitely a great way to remember how to implement that too. just think about what you do on the day before a vacation, because that is that is definitely the closest thing to it. Yeah, absolutely. And so I hope that you've enjoyed these 
three tools, you know, I, I get it. You've got a lot on your plate. And I really don't think that there's anyone that's going to be listening to this podcast that is like, you know, I've got all the time in the world. I'm just sitting around with nothing to do because the reality is that nature abhors a vacuum and things are going to be coming in and either you're going to run your day or your day is going to run you. I prefer to be in the driver's seat. And, you know, one of the really typical feelings that a lot of people have is I've got all these things to do and I am feeling overwhelmed. What do I do? You know, what do I do first? How do I structure all this? Gosh, I just, I'm not even sure where to go next. So this is why we actually put together a pretty fun, okay, it's not even pretty fun. It's really fun. Five-day experience that's going to help you. If you enjoyed these three tools, you're gonna love the additional tools that I am going to give you in the five-day clarity challenge. We're going to have another one very soon. And if you want the details, go to unstoppableinfluence.com forward slash get clarity. And I'm going to give you additional tools that you can use so that you know exactly what your next step is, so that you can get out of overwhelm, so that you can release the how. If you're not even sure exactly what you want and what designing your best life even looks like, the Clarity Challenge is the perfect next step. It was so much fun the very first time we ran the Clarity Challenge, seeing all the light bulb moments and to see people really reclaim their time freedom. And that's, you know, like you, you started off the episode with, our most scarce resource is time. It's something that we can never get back. And I think that time and clarity really go hand in hand because when you're clear, you're going to be able to be a lot more diligent and mindful of your time versus always staying in overwhelm. So I want to invite you to join us in the next Clarity Challenge by going to unstoppableinfluence.com forward slash get clarity. And thank you so much for listening. We are so excited for this journey to designing a best life. We're gonna be bringing on some amazing guests. We already have some amazing guests lined up. Cannot wait to interview them and share them with you. So buckle up, y'all. It's gonna be an amazing ride. Thanks for listening, and uh, if Natasha calls, don't answer. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Best Life. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor and rate and review our podcast. This lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people love our content. It would be a huge help, and we would be so grateful. Be sure to head over to designyourbestlife.com and pick up the Clarity Roadmap. The Clarity Roadmap will help you get the clarity and confidence you need to take the next step to designing your best life. We look forward to you joining us next time on Design Your Best Life.